So that would probably be the advice that I would give. Everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason and you don't have to hold on to nothing that's not serving you or doing yeah. you any type of good. If you waking up and the relationship is stressing you out, you're mm-hmm. better off alone. 100%. You'll grow 10 times faster. Yeah. And then you clear that path for somebody that's actually supposed to be there. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on Divinely Disruptive Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Powers. If you're new to this platform, so happy you took time to tune in. Today, we're going to have a really special guest, and she is a multidimensional entrepreneur, a very fierce female, and she's impacted me in a very intimate way. So introduce yourself, girl. It's been a minute, uh, almost a year, and uh, thank you for taking time to show up. Anytime. You look amazing. And so I just instantly feel you've matured. You've grown so much. And man, like a year now comparing, like I saw you and I thought, okay, you're you're mighty. You're you're small, you're petite, but like your energy was just a vibe and you are so mature. So please introduce, you know, to the crowd, people listening and watching who you are, what you're about, and uh what the vibe was like when you first met me too. What up, listeners? My name is Beans. I'm an artist. I'm originally from Redden, Pennsylvania, but here we are out here in Vegas, the good old Vegas. Met my girl Jane like a year ago. I also had the pleasure to meet your mom as well. You did, right? yeah. yeah. She loves so you too. That, yeah. that was a special moment. And uh, I was telling my husband when I first started this podcast, I was promising myself like every guest has to be meaningful. Every guest has to be very intentional. Like, I love that we're both new people, evolved people, but the energy, the vibe, it's definitely still there, but it's more grown. Right. 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 It's like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what you've been through. Let's talk about where you're going. Let's talk about, you know, how you've been handling your life because, you know, you're just an incredible human. You're very talented in what you do. So, you you know, if you don't mind uh, starting, let's just give, you know, everyone listening and watching um in a nutshell let's say like your elevator pitch of who are you (laughs) you know because you do a lot but like how would you kind of summarize what you do and what you're about right now i i I always tell everybody that i'm a creative but i I mean i'm an artist but i Mm -hmm. like this you know i think i'm more of just a creative i just like to just create all day yeah um i'm just one of those people that i like to go out and get my shit done everything Mm -hmm. that i have to get done yeah but i'm also a big house cat and i love to be in the house and Mm -hmm. like a big family person i love love to be around family like y'all might not know this but my mom is my best friend i'm just real you know close with family and i just like to you know take care of my business and 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 stay in the house yeah that's that. that's really what I'm about. Yeah, that's why you look this good. I'm like, you ain't got no wrinkles. I, I have <laughs> no problems because I stay in the house. Yeah. I avoid everything. Yeah. No, unless I, I have to, like unless I'm working or like getting something done, I'm really just not outside. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, how do you get to a point where you are doing what you do as a creative, as an artist, and especially in your industry? Tell me how you are able to kill it in the game, but still be so humble. Like, that's what I love is... When I'm in this space with you right now, it's like we're just chilling. We're just vibing. However, you have such a presence when you perform, when you create. So, like, where did you get that? Where did you get that balance of, you know, being a homebody or understanding the, you know, 
importance of solitude and protecting your peace because i feel like a lot of people including me we don't necessarily get there already it might be a lifetime of mistakes a lifetime of making the wrong decisions with the wrong people but already at your beautiful age how were you able to like tap into that already like i admire that i feel like uh i want to give a lot of credit to my family mm. um because i always i always say like my dad raised me with like a hard mentality not yeah. like like i knew not to let people get over on me kind of mm. thing because of what my dad showed me okay but then i also got my mom where she shows me how to accept people for who mm. they are and you know it's just like a balance yeah so i feel like i was just raised uh the right way mm -hmm. and i don't feel like going out and acting out of characters in me like i'm just a humble yeah. person all yeah. around you know what i mean like yeah. i like to help people i like to care i, I care about other people mm -hmm. sometimes more than i care about myself yeah. and that's not good yeah. but as far as the growth factor like i definitely feel like um it's just something that i go through every day like mm -hmm. sometimes i might fall back a few steps and sometimes i might feel ahead a few steps like today mm -hmm. i woke up feeling on a million yeah yesterday it might have been zero you mm -hmm. know what i mean like i just take the shit by the day and yeah. and try to um learn things mm -hmm. i've been reading books and mm -hmm. you know just like practicing meditating all mm -hmm. the time and you know yeah. just trying to stay in touch with with me so i don't lose that yeah because oh, i feel like incredible. that that that's the most important thing about the whole shit is just like staying yeah. me yeah yeah no and you hit a good point too because i feel like a lot of people whether they have parents whether it's blood mom blood dad a lot of us if we're aware especially with the korean culture too like we get a lot of inspiration from our parents and you know people always tease me like oh you're always such a goody two-shoe you're always trying to do the good thing making us look bad <laughs> it's like it's not about making other people look bad it's honoring my mom honoring her sacrifices and you know when you grow up with like ethnic cultured mom you know yes we're americanized but it's like you don't want to lose you know the lessons they taught you especially life lessons right. right where it made you who you are and back to your point just like why act out or you know we're not perfect but it's like if we know who we are and we know how we were raised like why try to be different outside of who we really are yeah and i feel like you really shine when you're just yourself and i think that's really what continues to attract me to you and like i said you know i try not to get too obsessive over the instagram because social media alone you know this people act too much whether it's acting too yeah. tough or acting too sexy or acting too peace and love like why can't we just be what we are and like own that shit and i really feel like you do a good job being very again multi-dimensional because even on the instagram and social media and beyond you do show touches of you know the hard side of you the sweet side of you but just like even just your humor i know recently you posted something funny like okay when you hearten my story are you hearting me or the content like that was cute do you like me or do you <laughs> like the content yeah so, it's a true question and yeah. you know what by the way uh-huh a lot of people use that as an opportunity to hop in my dms that's not what i was doing that's not what i was trying like, to do hey, it was me. Yeah. yeah they're like sending me hearts and it's uh -huh. like i like you it's like no no that like, <laughs> I wasn't even talking about you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't notice. Oh, man. It's crazy. That was cute. I may have added a heart, too, just for fun. I was no, like, I'm all right, let me just heart it just for fun. I like like my friend stuff, yeah. but I don't like like guys stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't go liking guys. Yeah. Like. Now, uh, since you brought it up, kind of, a boss babe like you, how do you navigate through, you know, whether it's dating or relationships? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's that's Less that's stress. as deep as it goes like i haven't dated i haven't um 
like talk to people like mm. that. Like I don't really give my time to that stuff because like I'm one of those people who like when I when I get involved in something, I'm going to give it a lot of me, mm. like probably more than I should. Mm. So a lot of times like I'll end up drained after a relationship. Yeah. So I like to just like like I've just been taking my time since my last relationship, mm. which was a few years ago. Okay. I've been taking my time, mm. you know, just not even really meeting people, just, yeah. you know, just doing what I got to do, working, mm -hmm. staying focused on that. Um, I feel like when the right person will come along, it'll, yeah. you know, it'll it'll fall together nicely. Mm -hmm. Like that'll happen as it should. I don't yeah. want to like force anything or, yeah. you know, give too mm -hmm. much time to it. Yeah, I, I love know. that. And, you know, you see it with such ease and grace. Now, uh, people who are listening right now, where do you get that? And how can you teach these people who are maybe going through a breakup or maybe they're just in that dry spell where they haven't met somebody or they're trying too hard and it's not working. But like, where did you get that energy or wisdom where you're like, you know what, Jane, I'm chilling right now. I'm doing me. I'm in the house. If I'm doing something, it's all or nothing. But like, how are you able to be so secure in your season? Like, I really honor that because I feel like a lot of people we're not always as confident during those seasons of just doing me. Yeah. You know, where do you get that? I agree. Like, I, I feel like, um, damn, I just feel like I, I, you know, I just, I don't know. Like I've been through it. I've been through it. Yeah. You know, like I, I've been through the relationships that, that failed and things like that. And I'm just mm -hmm. a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if somebody's supposed to be around me, they will be. And if yeah. they're not, they're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. So I'll keep that energy clear yeah. versus, you know, trying to hold somebody there. Mm. Um, so that would probably be the advice that I would give. Everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason and you don't have to hold on to nothing that's not serving you or doing yeah. you any type of good. If you waking up and the relationship is stressing you out, you're mm -hmm. better off alone man 100 percent. you'll grow 10 times faster yeah and then you clear that path for somebody that's actually supposed to be there mm. no that's deep and if you don't mind me asking if and when you had a situation where you were with somebody and it could even be friendships right where you're thinking okay this is no longer serving us we're not really happy we're just kind of dragging each other how long do you stay in it and like what are the signals or the red flags where you're like okay we've been doing this for a minute it's time to let go because i know even for me i've cut off a lot of friends and just shifting my energy shifting my circle and it's been not the easiest you know even yeah. since i've seen you it's like people consider me a very jolly friendly person because i love people i truly do however back to your point i'm allowed to protect my energy i'm allowed to think okay this is not serving me and i'm not serving you anymore how do you find that time to be like all right i need to like be done with this i'm like one of those people like i'll cut you off in a heartbeat mm -hmm. and that's a bad thing that's yeah. not good like i don't take <laughs> pride in that like i feel bad yeah, like, sometimes no tears because of you. it because like i'll really like i've broken up out of relationship that i've been in a relationship that i've been in for i was in for two years mm -hmm. i left it and i didn't cry not one tear wow. i felt more relieved that's how I knew. Mm. But usually as women, we'll ignore red signs yeah. from the uh, red flags from the yeah. gate. Yeah. Like, oh, no, nah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> nah. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, you like you you get out the relationship and you're like, oh, that whole shit was red flag oh. from day one. Yeah. But I try to pay more attention to the red flags now. I feel mm -hmm. like that's how I navigate around that now. Mm -hmm. Like, would you do something like I'm out of there? Yeah, like, I'm not going to so stick good. around and try to make things work because mm -hmm. it's not. Yeah, for sure. And I've learned that. Have you also have friends or 
experience in terms of observation, like maybe girlfriends or friends that you've had where they're not really like you, as in you see them repetitively, you know, being in a toxic relationship or complaining about not having the right circle of friends and they keep lingering on. Like, have you observed that in your friendships, whether it's now or then? Because I know I have where people complain about the same thing, but how are you expecting different results from the same person when right. they're not changing? Right. Because that can be irritating too. You trying to be there for your friends or be there for loved ones. But like, how do you also be there for people, but also let them know like, hey, this ain't working. I like to, I like to, I think communication is the key in, mm -hmm. in all relationships. Like, as long as I'm telling you the truth, even if like, if I'm telling you, hey, you're getting annoying with this shit. I got to tell you, you, you know, this is what you got to do. Mm -hmm. I might not even be right, but you're just getting on my nerves with it, yeah. you know? But, like, I would rather tell you that because I'll probably just be angry in your presence all the time mm -hmm. and you won't know why. Right. It's because you're getting on my nerves. So I think communication is key, like, mm -hmm. in any kind of relationship. I just want to talk to you. I just want to tell you exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. That way we could get past this. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if it's a situation where it's not family and it's a mm -hmm. friend or something like that, I could decide where we go from there. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, I don't really have, like, friends like that like yeah. i don't kick it with a lot of people like i said i'd be in the house yeah um i have one best friend who's mm -hmm. been my friend since i was in second grade oh wow so yeah and yeah. we we just got off uh facetime the other day we oh, do facetime awesome. and wine because she still lives that. in pa oh heck yeah but yeah you know that's mm -hmm. my girl that's that's the friend that i'll call mm, I I, all that. i need is one good solid one i always tell people like you don't need a lot of friends like yeah. you just need one good solid friend that you could call and mm -hmm. will be there for you and that's gonna be enough yeah no i love that and you kind of indirectly tapped on this um, passive aggressive people, right? Like I love people who are very direct. And again, being Korean American and growing up with Korean family, like they'll tell you straight up, like you look fat. Are you really wearing that? What's wrong with your hair? What's wrong with your makeup? And I remember as a child, I'm like, yo, you're a little rough on me. Like, are you really saying this? But the older I got, I actually respected them right back to like the lessons we learned as a kid. And so not to say I'm going to go out here and judge the world, but I'll let people know like, hey, this look is working for you. You know, yeah. I mean, who am I to say anything? But if it's not nice and if it's not true, then I just won't even say it. Right, right. Right. So what do you do with people who are not as authentically raw like you? Because I prefer people like you because then at least we know what it is. But again, back to this city. Um, there are a lot of passive aggressive people and I feel like sometimes if I'm not aware I can get lost in it too because you're hosting events I host parties all the time right. I'm hosting these dinners and I'm thinking okay this is a vibe I'm getting the photos we're having a nice dinner but then like you said at the end of the day I can't call them when shit's going down or they're not going to necessarily call me when things are going or my favorite they're low to key talking about me. <clears throat> It's like, wow, I'm doing all this stuff for you and you have no care in the world for me and my existence. And it's all about you and your gain. Or if I help you look better, then you're going to continue to use me. So for you, have you been or interacted with passive aggressive people or maybe people you know that don't really got your back? But of course, when it benefits them, it's like, what's up, girl? How you been? You know? I love what you do. It's like yeah. one hundred percent, and I think those are the those are the people that you keep at an arm's length, mm -hmm. and you know the same things that they do for you, they do to you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use you for this, mm -hmm. okay? I could use you for this. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, a lot of the times, like we'll look at the bad in the situation. Mm -hmm. What could we gain? What could we gain from this person mm -hmm. instead? 
that way we're both winning yeah. you're not just winning off of me but right. if it's to the point that i can't deal with it and yeah. you're just you know like i like we mm. said earlier like if you're just getting on nerves <laughs> i just won't go around you that's it yeah. like i'll just avoid you and that's it yeah oh i love it um uh, uh-huh. just like never see me again <laughs> that's it you're like who are you but like yeah yeah literally but mm-hmm. if it's not if it's not nothing that i can't handle you know like we we figured it out yeah what do you do what, what could you do for me what could i do for you that way it's an even exchange okay. and we could go both go go our own ways yeah, yeah. you know yeah no i love that now how long have you lived in vegas and how do you feel like the city is for you and how have you kind of adapted in terms of like living in vegas so i'm from the east coast okay so I've been in Vegas for about a year mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. Well, I, I went to L.A. for like a year and a half and yeah. then I came to Vegas for a year. Mm-hmm. So like it was an immediate I'm coming from the east to the west. Yeah. It was totally different. Yeah. Everything was different. The lifestyle is different. Yes. The people are different. The weather's different. Mm-hmm. The food is different. Yeah. The cultures are di- like everything is different compared mm-hmm. to where I'm from. So um, I feel like it just took a, like a lot of adjusting. Yeah. Um, But, you know. I don't go out a lot. Like I told you, mm. I should though. Yeah. Because I miss out on a lot. Yep. And I'm like, you know, Vegas is a huge city, mm. a lot of cool shit to do. Mm. And I be in the crib. <laughs> so like, like my goal for like top of the year, like mm. end of this year, I'm going to start going out more. Um, I know like downtown has some cool like yeah. thrift shops and yep. shit like that. I just want to go catch a vibe and see yeah. what Vegas is like. Because yeah. I've been here, but I really don't know mm. where the vibes are, like yep. what I should be doing. You yeah, know? yeah. But it's been like a huge change, but like for for the better, you know, like mm-hmm. my family moved too. So yeah, um, everybody just excelled since we got here, mm-hmm. especially coming from where from we're from, like the smallest city I've ever known in this entire planet. Yeah. So it's a real small place. Literally, me and my best friend would walk from the south um, to the north in one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is this is insane. Yeah. But so coming out here, this place is huge. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot to get used to. But yeah. um, definitely no, no regrets about it at yeah. all. No, I, I love, love I love Vegas. It's cool. You know, I got some I made some dope connections and mm-hmm. met some dope people out mm-hmm. here. And, you know, and it's still it's still going. Yeah, still going. So and uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but Vegas, it's like a crossbreed between people who are born and raised here. They left for a minute. They came back to the city because they're like nothing is like Vegas. Right. And then there's people like us where we've lived on the West Coast, East Coast. And now we're in Vegas. I feel like there's so many talented people, including yourself, that are in this city really trying to make it right. And, you know, I'm like just just the beginning of my journey. Obviously, you're a little bit more advanced in terms of like dedication and what you do in your craft. Right. But how do you continue to stay inspired and motivated in creativity? I think um, the meditating the mm. meditating does do a lot for me. Mm. Um, and I write every day. Oh, so I true. think that's probably how I stay creative because mm. I'm constantly tapped into my talent so good. and what I could do. Like, mm. even if I'm not writing raps, I might just write some thoughts down. Oh, I'm that. just a writer. So, like, mm. I just like to write. You know what mm. I mean? So I think that's how I stay connected. Um, but, like, as far as, like, the big city, mm. I started doing my music in New York. Wow. So, like, that's the, you know, that's mm-hmm. the city that never sleeps. Yeah. So I'm used to, like, you know... The bitches, you know, yeah. the cars, yeah. the, the the parties, all yeah. that stuff is, you know, it's just, this is regular for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the same shit that I did over there, mm-hmm. I do here. Like right. I would go in the crib. I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah. Come out, do what I got to do. All right, mm-hmm. back in the house. God, I love Stay that. away from all that. Yeah. Man, 
Okay, you don't have to tell me your age necessarily, but you are you thir- you're not even 30 yet, huh? No, I'm not 30 yet. No, that's why I'm saying you're so mature and I love that for you because I'm about 33 now and even when I was younger just again based off my upbringing, the people around me, I was always very grown and mature, so when I connected with you and your energy and your spirit, I'm like, dang, like I love that. Like I see it because it's also dedication. Like I don't think people realize to stay focused, to stay on your grind, to stay in your craft. Like it is dedication. It's a lot, right? Because a lot of people don't talk about go that. off track. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, who do you want to do this for? It's kind of a trick question, right? Like, why do you do what you do, and who do you do it for? It's kind of a spiritual question. I do what I do because I want to inspire. Mm. Um, I feel like I have a talent that God has given me that I have to share with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I do what I do because God constantly aligns me in the right positions to continue doing what I'm mm-hmm. doing. So I know for sure that I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. But I also do it because, um, like I told you, I love my family so yeah. much and they're, you know, they're one of my main focuses where I'm like, okay, I got to make sure they're straight. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I'm straight. Mm -hmm. And also like the younger generation, the youth, like they don't have nobody else to look up to besides us. You know what I mean? So I do, I definitely do it to inspire them. Like I like to do speaking. I like to go to schools and speak to students and just Mm -hmm. like, sometimes I'll partner with Puma and do giveaways for, you know, back to school or whatever just just to give back in some kind of way because mm-hmm. when i go to those like those those meetings with the students like yeah. they leave there so inspired like i could yeah. just see the difference mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like that shit makes like a huge difference to me and yeah. like what i'm doing it for yeah. so it's a it's a few reasons but yeah no i love that and you know i like to ask questions like that because sometimes we get into a lane or we get into a vibe and we forget why we do it right Right. like even this podcast like i told you i've been manifesting this for a year and i'm thinking okay am i just gonna give people what they expect right am i just gonna give people this manufactured instagram filtered version of me or am i gonna go in and bring some healing in your darkest moments sometimes you have clarity and I know that sounds trippy. It sounds like reverse no, psychology. 100%. But when you're like low, low vibration, low spiritually, feeling lost, feeling so far from God and your purpose, it's like you're so sensitive and you're so guarded and you're almost like hiding. But the right energy somehow allows you to like get up, right? Or like come out of the dark. And you did that for me. So, you know, even yourself. Have you had a time where you were in a low place? Have you ever had a time where you just literally wanted to stay in the dark, not be seen, not be talked to, not be bothered? And if so, who brought you out? Um, I'm going to say probably my mom, mm. my best friend. Um, those are the people that I feel most comfortable speaking to, like yeah. about any kind of thing awesome. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest with you, like I don't, I don't let myself get into that place. And I know it's, it, I feel like it's very easy to get into that place mm-hmm. where you can't get out of it or you feel depressed or you feel, you know, anxiety, mm-hmm. you you feel unmotivated. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very easy to get into that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, uh, if I feel myself going in that direction in any kind of way, or mm-hmm. if I'm feeling sad, like mm-hmm. if I'm waking up feeling sad for absolutely no reason, mm-hmm. there's nothing for me to be sad about. Yeah. I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. I'll do something like go on a walk. Okay. Oh, I'll read a chapter of my book. Yeah. 
or you know do a meditation mm. listen to some meditation music like mm. while i'm sleeping yeah. just try to get something to get my energy going so that i don't feel that same mm. way yeah because it's definitely very easy for us to do that yeah. especially in times like today where it's like you know you see oh, i'm gonna kill myself yeah because you don't want to deal with all this shit that's yeah, in the world for sure understandable but that's not the way to do it mm. like whatsoever there's yeah. so many other resorts to go to like yeah. Where did you also get your awareness and where did you also get that ability to be like, you know what, Jane, I'm feeling that sadness. I'm feeling that darkness. I'm going to shift the energy right now. I'm going to get up and go move, go walk, you know, write, sing, whatever I got to do. Where did you get that? Like, was it from your mom? Did you see that growing up? But like, where, where do you get that? It was definitely from my mom. Yeah. Uh, My mom, like, when I was like 14, mm-hmm. like around that age, she probably started watching The Secret and, oh, you know, Law of Attraction things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And she would tell me this as I'm growing up. Oh, wow. Sabrina, what you think? I just said Sabrina. Oh, girl. <laughs> Not yeah, beans. Yeah. <laughs> when you, that's what she calls me. She calls me on my real name. So she's like, Sabrina, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about bad things, like, think of this. Change your perspective. Da, 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 da. You know, and that's I used incredible. to be 14. I used to be like, ma leave me alone right. like i'm stressed like you don't know what you're talking about yeah. but reality is that's really what you got to do mm-hmm. and like now i see like all you have to do is shift your perspective like mm-hmm. like like you said i'm fat i'm mm-hmm. ugly i don't got nothing going on blah 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 mm-hmm. that's your perspective mm-hmm. that's just the way that you're viewing yourself it's mm-hmm. not reality yeah that's like good. i think it just comes down to and i and and we're easily like we can we can think one thought and we'll easily turn that into 20 bad yeah. thoughts one negative thought will turn into 20 negative thoughts and it just keeps going that's just how the brain works yeah so it really comes down to your perspective what am i going to put out there so that it comes back mm, you know what i mean I love that. man perspective okay that's really good and like part of the podcast too is it might sound common sense to us right but like people watching and listening it's tough though i know that you know there's so many people who just didn't have family didn't have parents around didn't have any siblings so just even being in the space with you again it's such an honor because i'm also taking in life lessons that maybe i didn't necessarily have or get but i think that's the point of consuming positive content right consuming positive thoughts and back to the word perspective and perception um correct me if i'm wrong but i do believe that even that alone is highly related to the things that we consume yeah right whether it's social media whether it's podcasting whether it's the news or whether it's opening up a magazine and seeing these anorexic looking girls right uh or whatever it might be so you know for you because again i can see you've evolved into this beautiful woman however just the core of you is so grounded um have you ever had a time too where you've also fallen into you know temporary moments of comparison envy jealousy and if so how are you able to stop and be like okay i've gone too far i've spent too much time on instagram put the phone down <laughs> i like i literally it. tell myself put the phone okay. down if i ever feel myself doing mm-hmm. any of those because that's not even like a normal thing to mm-hmm. do that's just something that we do now because that's what we have to do because mm-hmm. we have social media everywhere we look yeah. but that's not normal to compare yourself or your journey mm-hmm. or anything that you're going through with anybody because it's literally every journey is different so mm-hmm. If I ever feel myself doing that or like, I just put the phone down. I love that. I'm putting it down. I'm going to put my shit on do not disturb. Okay. And I'm just going to like take a nap or something because like something is needed to get me out of that. (laughs) Like, because that's not right. That shit is weird. 
Yeah. And I think that we put too much uh, into social media nowadays. Like, when you see people on social media, 9 out of 10, that's not real life. No. They're not even like that. Mm-mm. They're actually fucking assholes at <laughs> yes. the time. Yep. And they seem like the most motivational people on earth on social yeah. media. Your favorite celebrities, mm-hmm. name them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same case. Like, yeah. social media is not real. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, of course, people are going to post their best moments on social media. And we're yeah. going to compare maybe our worst moment that we're sitting in in that Correct. moment to their best moment. Yeah. And it's going to make you feel 10 times more like shit. Yeah. It's no, never like a good that. idea. I need to start putting sticky notes on my walls. Put the phone down. Seriously. Really. I really I, I really be having to do it. Oh, my God. And it's funny how you're like, maybe you got to take a nap. But how many <laughs> of us are guilty literally scrolling before bed or we're low key exhausted, drained and we need to take a nap. But we're over here trying to stay awake, scrolling, yeah. right? Vegging out, whatever they call it. But again, it's not productive energy. It's not productive content. Right. And um, speaking of social media. I've seen so many, you know, um, just like whether it's online or blogs or articles about how there's cyberbullying now and people literally killing themselves because of social media. And I'm talking about kids, like not even adults. And so even on a younger level, speaking of future generation, right? Like what you're doing is obviously empowering the, the future generation. But social media, if not used properly, I feel like we're killing the future. 100%. 100%. Right? Because it's like we're preaching about sex, drugs, maturity, hurry up and grow up and go be out there and be cool. It's like, let kids be kids. Let people properly evolve. Like, why are you getting surgery when you're 13, 14 years old? Yeah. You know, it's like, that is not a good way of, you know, bringing up the young kids to our future. Like, oh, you got to look like this to be rich or you got to look like this to fit in. Like, that's not healthy. It's not. And sometimes I think that that's why they do it so that, you know, more people are in a bad situation. I don't believe that, you know, I don't know how deep you be getting into Mm -hmm. that, but like the government and shit like Mm -hmm. that shit throws me off. You know what I mean? So um, I feel like they'll purposely put stuff like that on our feed so that we feel certain types of ways so that we do certain things to ourselves and the people around us. It's just where the world is today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of what you're going towards which i am there with you as well is i don't think it's a problem to question what is being exposed and i know in my household i needed to take a break from the news i needed to take a moment from cable and some people might think i'm crazy but especially during the pandemic we just cut cable out yeah it's like you turn that stupid tv on you're you're like way worse than what you start your heart's like (laughs) what's happening oh my god oh my god Oh my god, my anxiety's going through the roof. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah, turn yeah. that shit off. Yeah, and I don't now, pay attention to the news, yeah. all that shit. Like, yeah. I hundred percent agree. I don't have cable. Yeah, I don't have cable. I don't even watch TV. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally. I swear. And so many people are angry right now because they're realizing whatever again projection, perception, whatever you want to call it, perception even. It's all a delusional idea, and now things are coming out without going too deep, but things are coming out that it isn't what it was right always it's like we knew what it was right but a lot of people they're they're just so it's like their world's flipped upside down right because they never took time to be aware never took time to possibly question right it was like oh no this is the bible this is exactly this is what they're saying and now things are coming out like well what's going on here you know so to bring it even further to just like basic life 
Have you even ever been lied to, right? Not even on a political standpoint or a government standpoint, but just even people, right? Or even your community. Like, do you ever feel like you've been either lied to or just like false realities or false perceptions? Because I know I've had seasons where, you know, I worked in beauty as a makeup artist. I was an esthetician. I worked in fashion. But at the same time, I know how to carry myself and I know how to speak well. But girls would just lie to me or gossip and make me feel like I'm crazy or make me feel like I'm an alien. And it's like, damn, like sometimes you do get lied to by your community, whether it's the vibe. Um, So like even for you, I know now you, you know, protect your peace. But like, have you ever been involved or around people? or even in an industry where people lied to you or made you feel some type of way when really that wasn't true. 100%. <laughs> more times than I would like, more more times than I would have liked in my entire life for yeah. sure. Cuz I know you're <clears throat> smart, but like I can only imagine the energy that people bring. So tell me a little bit about those experiences and how you dealt with it and how you grew out of it cuz it can get tough. I think I'm smart. I know I'm smart, mm-hmm. but I also have a good heart. Mm-hmm. so like sometimes the heart will overpower the the mind you know and mm-hmm. it's just like oh you know they lied but it's like they didn't mean it like that or they didn't you know they didn't it, they, their intentions weren't bad and you know i just avoid it all mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons why i stay in the house <laughs> that's why when you came, came it's really out of the so house simple. for me i was like yes because I haven't seen her out in a minute and here you are. I don't know how I got to this point where <laughs> I'm always like inside, so but I know, okay, yeah. but um, I just, you know, I try to just avoid all of that. If you lie to me one time, mm-hmm. you're capable of lying to me a hundred other times. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to assume everything you said after that was a lie if mm-hmm. I find out you lied to me. Yeah. And we could, mm-hmm. we could leave it there. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And Somebody also reminded me like when people are gossiping to you about too many people that most likely they're also gossiping about you. So usually I've learned also, you know, karma, right? What goes around comes around is I've been reminded by, you know, people that love me and look out for me. They're like, Jane, I know you get really passionate and I'm like you. I'm when I care, I care deeply, right? Like I'm a Capricorn, so I'm very workaholic. I set my boundaries. I'm very loyal, but sometimes to a fault. Like, man, we had this bond. I'm going to stay loyal to you. But at some point, you got to recognize, like you said, the patterns, the behavior. It's like, nah, like you did mean that. Like that hurt. But I think you meant that. Right. Because sometimes we want to switch up and say, oh, maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they're just PMSing. Maybe they just had a breakup. But no, I I think there's a point where we need to also stop dismissing people's behavior. Um. So if you could share with me, too, like, again, it sounds easier said than done but like how do you get better at recognizing again behaviors and being like all right you know like i don't think that manager is good for me or i don't think this um record label is it or i don't think these group of girlfriends are it i don't think i need to be at the club with these people i don't think i need to be working with these type of coworkers, right like how many chances do you give them and at what point are you like Okay, either I got to find a new job or I got to get out of this circle. But like, how do you deal with that? I think uh, because some people, they'll keep trying you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's certain people where God forbid, but we all experience them once in a blue moon where it's like there's that one person that just like tries you, but you're going to not let them get under your skin, but they want to try you. I think based, you know, just Mm -hmm. based off the experience, like I learned I learned how to handle that now because I've been through it before. 
Mm. So it's like, I lost it. Yeah. I lost it. God. No, we I just, cut it out. Yeah. God, like I said, as you speak, I'm just like, <laughs> really? That's it? Okay. Because sometimes we over complicate things, right? And we self-sabotage things too, right? Where it's like, oh man, I'm losing this friend or oh man, now I'm not going to be dating this person. It's like, we all get in this funk sometimes where it's like we just overcomplicate stuff versus like you said, like if it's not serving you, if this is not the vibe that you want, this is not the type of people you're proud to be around, then let's cut cut it out. Just right. simple. Right. Cut it out. We didn't say easy, but it's simple, right? Yeah. Now, okay, so I know you talked about your awesome friend that you've had since, you know, second grade, like grew up in the same town. That's freaking dope. You know, I know you do the FaceTime, but like, how do you continue to keep that bond? Because I have a lot of friends like all over the U.S. and I need to get better at calling them. But like, how are you able to have that long distance connection? And then how do you guys keep maintaining it? Because that's like a God gift. Not a lot of people have that. I know. I, right? I, I've like heard when that. You said that. Like, I'm especially like, when you move, it's like that you're pretty much probably not, not going to talk to them again. Because yeah. I have people from PA that I haven't spoken to since I left PA. Yeah. <laughs> like and for sure. where you're at now though. But <laughs> with my best friend, um, if I think of her, I text her. Oh, I like that. And I think of her for every little stupid thing. Mm -hmm. Like, her mom would say, you guys are going to end up together. <laughs> yeah, like, as we grew say, up, I'm like, dang, you're gay for her because, yeah, yeah. you know, like we always were up each other's ass. Yeah. Like, we were truly best. No, friends, I so. admire that. I'm like, damn, that's like a lifelong love story right there. Yeah. So like, it literally sounds like it. I, sometimes I think she's like one of my soulmates, you know, yes. because like I literally think of her from so far away and I'll use that opportunity to grab my phone and oh, hey, hey, just that. thinking of you, mm -hmm. miss you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like. Sometimes something so simple like that will show the person I love you and 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 she'll do the same if she's, that. you know, out and thinks of me, mm -hmm. you know, and we and we meet up in random states sometimes. Wow. Like when I did uh, Miami Rolling Loud, she mm -hmm. pulled up over there. That's she awesome. flew out there and she came out here to see me already. You know, mm -hmm. she spent last New Year's with me. So oh, I love that. You know, it's just about sacrificing mm -hmm. and and using the opportunity to let the person know like yeah i still do think of you i yeah. still do love you i still you know do wish i was around you type yeah, shit yeah. oh i love sure. that man i haven't heard that word sacrifice in a while i don't know if it's because we're in 2022 the world fell apart and now again instagram tiktok social media is taking over the world everyone's fixated on instant gratification now right but dang that word sacrifice i really haven't heard of that word in a while but I, I don't know, like maybe it's just me, but I don't think that a lot of people are as sacrificial as they used to be, even in friendships, right? It's yeah. like, oh, you busy? You always busy. So I'm, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore because I know for me right now, my priorities is building my platforms, creating a win-win situation for people that I love and building my empire and becoming somebody where I don't need to use anyone. I don't need to, you know, pull one over on anybody, but more so just be fulfilled, have my cup full and present myself navigating the world. When I see like-minded individuals, we can all sit together, right? But not a lot of people are going to understand our grind and maybe what we're going through. And so I don't know, like, have you also experienced moments when people are just like not really trying to meet you halfway to 100 like we busy, we we hustling like even me and you. I know we've met in a year. And it's like, here we are now, but it's like, I don't fault you for it. It's like, here we are catching up. Like, 
girl, I haven't seen you in a while, but cool. Like, can't yeah. wait to catch yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. But let's be real. It, it, that energy is not always going to be it. That you feel guilt or or they joke about it. Like, oh, you're always working. You're always grinding. You're always doing this and that. Like, too busy for me. Yeah. So just like, how do you also deal with that kind of energy? Because I don't want to feel guilty for trying to make it or or make a purpose for I'll my life. I'll laugh it off. Okay, I like that. You too busy for me? Oh. You're right, bro. You're right. Yeah, like, okay. I've just been busy. Yeah. It's true. I have been busy mm-hmm. and probably too busy for you. Yes. But that's not a bad thing. Like, that's a yeah. good thing. And if you really are, uh, what you know, mm-hmm. supposed to be in my circle or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll understand that. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's out here getting to it. She's, yes. you can see what I'm doing. Like, Absolutely. it's not like I go ghost and you never hear from me. Yeah. You can see what I'm doing. And, exactly. and, and if anybody reaches out to me that I care about or, mm-hmm. you know, that I have a connection with, I'm always going to hit them back. Yeah. If we didn't talk, it's probably because you didn't hit me. <laughs> right. Yep. Or you didn't know? try hard enough, you know? And what, yeah. what you said about the sa- the sacrificial thing, mm-hmm. I think nowadays it's it's people don't sacrifice because we have social media. Mm. I think like whether it's a relationship, a friendship, oh, you didn't hit me. We can't kick it. I'm cutting you off. I'm going to go find another friend because it's yeah. a million women right here, mm-hmm. a million men right here that right. I could just feel like I could hit up. Mm-hmm. And I think these people are at my disposal. Same with yeah. relationships. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm cool on him. Let me hit up this one. Let me hit up this one. Like it's just it comes down to the fact that we 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 we're so used to social media and I think like people are just used to people feeling disposable. Mm. So they don't feel like they have to sacrifice or do much to keep these people around because mm. I could just find somebody else. Yeah. But it's not it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's very dangerous too because you know, back in the day it was Facebook, right? Like you'd see family photos or people getting married, getting pregnant or having a new relationship and People just assume like, oh, I've seen you. I know what you're up to. Right. And I feel like Instagram, it's just like fast forwarded that moment. Yeah. Right. Like we're scrolling every day. It's like, okay, I see my neighbor. I see my girlfriend. I see my coworker. I see the dude I've met once in a while. Like you just assume you have these real life relationships. But social media, if used properly, I do believe it brings unity. It brings community. It does bring people together. However, if not used properly as we see also it creates division it creates distance it creates this like false facade so back to your point that's one thing i kind of hate about like where we're going and thank goodness you and i both use social media for good right including Mm -hmm. this podcast platform right it's all about inspiration motivation sharing real conversations real lessons ugly truth as well um but the outcome of this is to help people right for good but I feel like often social media, it's not always for good. And, you know, with the rabbit hole of depression because of comparison, feeling like I'm not enough or, oh, that girl, look at her abs, look at her boob, look at her. But it's like, why are we not tapping into, okay, let's say I see a photo of you, right, in Miami and you got a dope fit or you got a new shoot. Most likely I'm going to be like, hey, you killing it. How you been? like literally texting you or sending you a voice note, right? But so often, I think people are almost numbing themselves from that next step, right? Same with the dating. It's like, okay, well, you're not trying to see me today or you you don't like this photo, then instead, (laughs) instead of like taking that next step of, you know what, let me call you. Let me send you a voice note or whatever it might. Let me send you a text. It's like, nah, you're not giving me the instant gratification <laughs> right now. That sounds like me. Right? Like you're not working too hard. But but either way, you know, this is not to like shame us in any way. But 
we're all guilty of it, right? Or like, let's say we post a photo or a reel and it's like, all right, this is going to go viral. I know it's going to be this photo. And most likely it's not. You're like, what? But you had all this hype, right? For nothing. So how do you also deal with like the pressure of society, pressure of social media? I know we're talking about a lot of things right now, but again, this is substance that people want to hear is you know, going on the social media thing again, like how do you feel when maybe the likes, the comments, the engagement isn't what it is, right? Because sometimes we work our ass off and it's like we we show off a little bit. It's like, damn, that's it. You're not even going to put like an emoji or like, yo, that verse was sick or whatever. Right. Or even the algorithm. Yeah. The yeah. algorithm <laughs> itself will yes. screw your whole shit up and yep. you just won't get no views. Yeah. Um. Because you work hard. Like, I watch you. You work hard. And like I said, even the content you put out, it's good stuff. But, like, how do you deal with that when it's not necessarily, like, the feedback that you want? That might upset me a little bit, uh, especially <laughs> if I know, like, it's a dope freestyle or something yeah. like that. And it only gets, like, half or, or a third mm. of what it should be getting. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, get me Yet tight. there's somebody twerking uh, and they're getting five million. Right? The algorithm yeah. got me tight right now, <laughs> like, 100%. Uh-huh. But... I don't let I don't let that discourage me or make mm-hmm. me feel any type of way because I know that the algorithm is the algorithm yeah, and yeah. social media is social media. Mm-hmm. So regardless whether I get ten likes or mm-hmm. a million likes, yeah. I still got to do this shit tomorrow again. Exactly. So I don't I don't really let the the likes or the comments or you know shit like that, even like negative comments yeah. that people leave. Like mm-hmm. I don't let none of that uh, affect me because regardless, I got to go out and get it. Like yeah. no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got to do this again. Yeah, like. And like you're one of the few people, at least in Vegas, where I've met, you know, in person first before I saw your social media or even understand what you really do. But I think that's one of the fun parts about being me is I grew up playing professional golf, grew up super conservative, grew up in the church. So I was like a nerd. I was like a hiding in the back, like very conservative. So when I moved to this town, I'm great with people like that is my gift. but I'm so ignorant to like what's really popping or what's really going on with people. (laughs) But I think that's actually like one of my low key gifts, though. Right. Like I don't meet people because, oh, you hot or, you know, Snoop Dogg or, you know, I'm I'm just making up names. You know, Sierra, it's more just like, dude, I like your energy. I like your vibe. Like, tell me about yourself, you know, because at the same token, when we're too fixated on the idea of people, right, including Instagram, you're almost setting yourself up for failure because it's like you don't even know me, know me, and you think you know me, know me, and you're connecting with the version of what you think I am Yeah. versus us connecting in the way that we did. And now we're talking. It's like I'm giving an opportunity for both of us to just talk and just be not like, oh, give me the version that social media turns you into. Same for me. I don't want people to get to know me based off social media, but more so just as a person, like everyday life. And so you hit some great points about social media too. I keep bringing it up because right now there's definitely just an obsession over it. And I'm not saying it's bad. Like I said, if used properly, it can get you money. It can bring you opportunities, right? Um, But again, I'm talking about the ones that are just not aware of how they're consuming content. It's like you can't just fixate on the idea of people and you have to eventually take time to get to know people. 
right and that's why i like to be meet people in person yes because it's more organic yes it's like do i like you or do i not like you <laughs> yep. right and somebody's not like liking me because i have a lot of followers mm-hmm. or liking me because somebody follows me that they're a fan of right like they like me because um you know because of my energy yes. because of what i'm about yeah like the other day for example mm-hmm. i went uh to an event and i ended up meeting this guy there mm-hmm. who ends up uh owning a studio out oh, here wow so it was just and he didn't know me i didn't know him oh, it was just like perfect. a natural organic conversation that just led into i'm an artist you're an artist wow. I, I own this you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. and it was just like look at god yes like mm-hmm. and i feel like that's always the case like god is always going to put you mm-hmm. exactly where you need to be you mm-hmm. might not know why you're there you might think of some shit mm-hmm. yo i wake up one day and i'm like i gotta go to starbucks i'm gonna yeah. go to starbucks i can meet somebody at starbucks yeah. like you just gotta follow that mm. and be 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 uh in touch with your intuition yes. yeah for sure. i love that man and i feel like god doors are the best doors right and call me cheesy but like i tell all my you know close friends too i'm like dang things that we hope for things that we plan to god it's cute cute right because what we think is like oh i got these big plans these big goals like okay honey right you little child of god but really i feel like when god doors open again even this moment right now right like i'm not shocked by this moment i'm more so just pleased grateful and just honored and humbled because back to that intuition when you posture yourself with god like he really does open divine doors that you didn't even know right that's why even when i met you at first i was like girl i like your style i like your makeup and you know even though in that moment we connected on such an innocent level god will start to orchestrate and move people like you said at the end of the day or at the end of this chapter or journey like if two people were meant to be in a room he will already make that happen because you and i could also just been like hey it was really nice to meet you have a great life and be done yeah versus you know in our own unique divine paths we're continuing to invest in ourselves do the self-work do the healing continue to build our platform that speaks to us and now we're able to share that right and i you know through the podcast that's one of my greatest hopes is it's not about oh what is jane trying to do or what what kind of fame is she trying to take? It's like, no, I think we're missing the point, right? It's showcasing, inspiring people, showcasing, again, influential people. However, when I introduce every podcast, it's like, no, this is all about influential people who've impacted me in a very intimate way. And even the word intimate, people just often think, oh, sex, sexuality, (laughs) like not intimate is spiritual. It's sensual. Um, It's deep. Yes. Deeper than that. So even when you made that joke about your uh, your girlfriend, um, best friend since second grade, it's like, that's the type of shit I'm trying to gain. Like maybe not since second grade, but why not at 33? Like when we're old and grown, it's like, girl, remember when we met at 32? Like we met through a mutual friend and here we are 85 years old still talking. Like I'm going to start now, you know, because I didn't have a lot of friends growing up because I moved around a lot. So the depth wasn't there and right. it breaks my soul, trust me. Cause uh I think my ability to connect with people again comes from a dark place. It's like, okay, right, when you get close to somebody, gotta go, go move. So with that, that said, it forced me to know myself and I feel that for you, right? And so when I ask these questions, when I dig deep into your soul, it's more just like, no, I I resonate with that. And I think a lot of people, they don't 
I don't know. I can just sense there's either shame or they're not able to be vulnerable, but it's okay to have moments of feeling alone. It's okay to have moments you feel left out. It's okay to have moments where you're moving around. It's like, when am I going to stop moving around? Like, am I eventually going to have a, like a, like a tribe? Am I eventually going to have a community? Like, am I eventually going to live in a cul-de-sac and know all my eight neighbors and have barbecues? Like I haven't had that, but I hope so. Um, but what matters is, you know, we start now. So again, this is another deep layered question here, but do you feel like certain things were taken away from you as a kid? Do you feel like there were moments in your childhood where it's like, gosh, I wish I did that. Or gosh, I wish I had that. Or man, everybody had that, but I didn't have that. And if so, like, how do you feel like that molded you? Um, and it I did simple. not experience that. Yeah. I did not experience that at all. Um, my parents mm-hmm. always bought me anything I ever wanted. Oh, I love that. Um, but I do feel like, you know, since you want to get deep, <laughs> I feel like yeah. as a first child, we get it. Are, are you? Do you have siblings? I'm a middle child, so maybe okay. that's why I'm just like a random free spirit lost. Yeah, <laughs> my brother's my child. brother's a, a man, uh, middle child yeah. too. But I feel like the first child. Uh, sometimes we get it different. Like we mm-hmm. get a different kind of childhood mm-hmm. versus like our younger our younger siblings. Yeah, it's a completely. different I gotta type talk of to childhood. your brother, man. We'll probably cry and be like, "Damn, middle child syndrome." It's a real thing. It no, he, <laughs> he, he, was, he would tell you that it's yeah, a real yeah, thing. You're just like not Jane. I'm good. I'm but, like, but your brother, shoot. I don't uh-huh. think that he um feels any type of way because I always see him getting treated equally. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Um. But yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. as a child, like I usually got like everything I ever wanted mm-hmm. because I was I was able to. Yeah, my parents yeah. could afford it. Mm-hmm. My my dad could afford it. Yeah. So he made it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that really, you know, changed anything. I yeah. feel like I always like I think it just made me uh, into more of who I am today as mm-hmm. far as wanting everything that I. Yeah. Getting everything that I want or trying to get everything that yes. I want because I'm so used to getting it mm-hmm. as a child. Mm hmm. And like, okay, this is kind of an interesting um, situation. So, you know, a lot of times people think like, oh, my childhood, you know, loss or whatever. Man, this is like very spiritual, very deep. So there's like two extremes. There's the people that were able to have the parents, right? And neither one's good or bad. It's just two different situations that God gave us. Uh, But it's interesting what you said, and it's not a bad thing. It's very ironically awesome. So kids that were able to have somewhat of a stable household, right? Both mom and dad around um, was able to, you know, be given what they needed, right? So there's that experience, which means, okay, so as a child growing up into this world, it's like, okay, I got a mom, I got a dad, they're supportive. And for the most part, things that I need, whether it's basic food, basic clothing, just basics, they are provided, right? Yeah. So with that said, it's ideal to grow up and be like well this is how i've lived so these are also certain expectations and that's not bad right so um let's stay on that word expectation for a second Mm -hmm. people like me or a lot of middle children or just like lost sheep in the family we're on the other extreme where it's like shoot you love my little sister more you love my brothers more i'm just the awkward middle child where it's like figure it out i don't know and then the dynamic was interesting because it was two boys then me so like my mom raised me like a boy like i already had two sons now i got a girl so 
I guess I'll figure out how to raise a daughter. Then my little sister was born and then she was babied. She was like the princess. But then it's like, what about me? Right, right. Um, so again, back to expectation, it's like good and bad or everything in between. I grew up kind of not having everything or not knowing how to express it, right? I just kind of like turned into a crab where it's like, okay, obviously you guys babied my sister. You thought that I could do it on my own. So you never really babied me necessarily. It was more just like figure it out, right? And I'm not necessarily proud of that, but I love what you said where you're like, no, Jane, my parents worked really hard to provide. So they gave me this fierce fire to be like, no, I can get what I want. And that's a good thing. And so I feel like because I came on the opposite extreme, you know, even my husband, he's just like, where do you want to go out to eat? I'm like, I don't know. You know, and I'm not proud of this. Like, I want more of your fire, right? Where it's like, I want pasta and I'm going to go get pasta sometimes, right? Like, I need to get more to that point where it's like, know that you are deserving, know that you are worthy. Because sometimes I lack that. Like, I'm so giving. And I think we shared a little bit of this where you were like, I love hard sometimes you love other people more than yourself i'm like that it's like let me feed everybody let me make sure everyone else is taken care of let me make sure your makeup and hair is fly and then i'll get back to me but even in my marriage of seven years it's like damn jay like at what point are you gonna just tell him what do you want to eat what do you want to do and I'm i think that's like, normal though as, okay? women, as women like, dang just what do you no want? woman knows what she wants to eat <laughs> ever at any time of the right? day right yeah i think like, that's a thing but we're starving right but yeah, we don't want to yeah. eat anything <laughs> hungry and not no appetite for nothing yeah yeah but um you know have you ever like been in a place too or a season where you were scared to ask for stuff even though you knew you were deserving and worthy of it like whether it was in a relationship or just like in life, because I feel like worthiness, self-love, again, self-worth is such a huge part of life that so many people don't have, though. Right. Like they don't think that they deserve anything. They don't think that their life means anything. So how do you continue to stay on it? Right. Especially as women, because at some point we might like step off the gas a little and be like, all right, I'm going to just cruise for a minute. But it's like, no, we got to keep pressing in, though. Um, So I told you my dad was real tough. Yeah. Real tough. I can't um, wait to meet him one day. He lives in PA. Maybe oh, one day. Okay. But yeah, um, I feel like the way that he raised me was to like speak up for myself oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. So if I ever catch myself in a situation where I'm like, I'm uncomfortable or I don't like what you're doing or I don't want that. I want this. I'm more than more than likely going to just tell you oh, because awesome. I want you to know that I don't like that. Mm. I don't want that. Cause if you do it, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get mad. <laughs> yeah. I really, yo, my, sh- my triggers like this. I get triggered I so fast. Because I'm like, you no get way. it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spaz. I don't want to spaz on you. So I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that way. Let me help you, know. you in advance. Yeah. Like just, uh-huh. I feel like it's always good to just speak up and let people know exactly how you're feeling because mm. A lot of the times when I was younger, I would expect like even in a relationship, I would expect the person to know what was on my mind, what mm-hmm. was bothering me, what mm-hmm. what you know, what's in the way of this right now. And it's like they're not gonna they're not gonna yeah. know. Yeah. You have to speak up. Okay. And if you don't speak up, yeah. there's some there's some people that are so lost in their yeah. own heads. Yeah. They're they're not aware of what's going on. Yeah. They have no self awareness and yeah. no awareness around them. Mm-hmm. So like they would never know <laughs> what you're going through unless yeah. you tell them. Mm. Literally never have yeah, no yeah. idea. God. They won't even know something's wrong with you. Yeah. See, that blows my mind. And this is probably why I enjoy our conversation right now, is for us, like 
you could probably tell in our face, right? Like we're either in a room and it's like, okay, Jane, I like her, we vibe in. And then this person's like, yo, like this ain't it. Cause I know for me, I can't hide my emotions and I need to get better at that. But back to the lack of awareness, I'm so shocked by how like people who are intuitive like us, we instantly know when someone's in a bad mood. We instantly know when like someone's having a bad day, right? But we also know if it's appropriate to press in and say, hey, are you good? Or, okay, right. let's give it right, some time. Exactly. We'll come back. But man, again, I, I don't know how people were raised or how they were brought up, but it does truly amaze me by the lack of self-awareness that a lot of people have, right? Especially during the pandemic. Um, if you look at Black Friday and just random situations in life where it's like they will literally step over you, literally step over you or like you're in line, they'll just cut you or even on the freeway, like they'll just cut you off. Like, really? Yeah. Where are you going? Unless you're literally dying, going to the ER. Like, I understand that. But if you're just going to Trader Joe's, like, calm your <laughs> calm down. There's enough bread for everybody. Yeah. Literally. Right. There's baguettes all over. <laughs> so it's really funny when, um, you know, we're interacting with people who are not like-minded but again we can't expect people to be like us so you know have you ever been in a situation where you did have expectations for people and they didn't meet those expectations and if so like how do you also navigate it around that because i know for me a lot of that is an issue in like the professional workspace right where it's like yo like I'm paying you or you're paying me to get things done and I have expectations for you. You probably have expectations for me. I'm not even asking for much, but really, like, are you going to really be like that? Right. Or like, again, lack of awareness or lack of experience, education, professionalism, whatever. How do you manage expectations of people? And like, what do you do when their expectations are just not what it what you wanted them to be? I constantly uh, make higher expectations for people than I should. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I think that's people. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. I think it's because I'm a good person and I think everybody else in the world is a good person. <laughs> like, it's like you have to be a good person yeah. because I am. But I, I always try to remind myself, like, if say I'm expecting something from somebody and it doesn't come through or they don't do it. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Okay, why did I expect that? Oh, okay. Did this person tell me that? No, mm -mm. I thought that. I made that up Yeah, because it's me. It's inside of me. Mm. But I always have to remind myself, like, these people aren't raised the way you were raised. Okay. These people don't move the way you move. These people mm. don't think the way you think. Mm. These, you know, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. So I can never expect you to do anything Yeah, ever because mm -hmm. that's something I would do, not you. Yeah. So I feel like it's something that I just have to remind myself of mm -hmm. a lot. Like, not even focused on the other person. It's like, all right. And, and and if they 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 don't come through for me on something, I look mm. at it. That's your loss. That's not oh, my loss. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your loss. Even mm. if it was my loss, mm -hmm. one day it'll yeah. be your loss. Yeah. That's just how I feel. God, just like I love how feisty you are. You're like a seasoning pack in like such a small <laughs> container. <but laughs> a it's like just pack. a little sprinkle. It's like dang, all that <laughs> flavor. But no, really, I really appreciate just you know, how clear you are on your mindset, how clear you are on your perspective. And like one of the greatest joys I was like excited about is, you know, I set very realistic expectations, right? When I knew you were going to be a guest. And again, I'm, I'm beyond humbled, but I just love that you are what you are, not just you preaching what you say you're about, but like you are what you are. And I hope you know that. And you know, in any way that I can, I want to continue to support you. And like you. I mentioned earlier, can't wait to do your makeup, style you for a nice shoot. And again, like-minded people, we're already thinking about the next steps. 
of how we're going to help promote or leverage people in the best way before they even ask, right? And that's why I asked you about expectations is we're like a freak of nature. We're very a small percentage of the average person because we literally live and breathe with just dreams, visions and fire and you know, it's like I, I tell my husband all the time like I refuse to die settling, right? Like I want to do everything that I could. Even if I fail, I want to at least try. Whether yep. it's businesses, people, podcasts, products, you name it. I want to do all that I can. That way when that time comes, I don't regret it, right? And that's a big thing. Yeah, because we could sit here and be like, well, I don't want to make music. I don't want to post that photo or I don't want to create this you know, idea that I have. But it's like, what, you're just going to sit and die knowing that you had all these visions just stuck in your head you could have did it but you didn't exactly. this reminds me of a conversation that i had with my grandmother the other day oh man very vulnerable right mm -hmm. now right my grandmother is about 70 something years old oh wow and um we were just talking and she was just like you know she was like you know what do you got going on i'm like oh i'm going over here i'm going over there you know always i'm always moving around she's like i was thinking to myself the other day she's like and i was just thinking about she said i just got so sad and I just started crying, yeah. right, as I'm talking to my grandma, because she's like, I was so sad because she said, I was just sitting here and, I, and you know, I thought about everything that I didn't get to do. Oh, wow. And she's like, you know, because I had kids. Yeah. Because I did this, because I moved here, because I mm. went over here, because I, you know, was married and mm. blah, blah, blah. You know, she's like, I just spent all that time worried about everybody else mm. and what they had going on and taking care of everybody else. Now she's old, alone. Mm. Oh. And, she, and she's sad and regretful. Mm. And I feel like that happens with a lot of people, yeah. especially like our older generation. Yeah. It's like a lot of people don't go out and chase what they got to chase mm. because a lot of times they do have kids yeah. and they have other priorities to, to handle, you know, mm. whatever the case may be. Yeah. They don't do what they want to do. Mm. So a lot of people end up old, mm -hmm. regretful yeah. and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And that oh. made me that made me cry real tears. Yeah. I was sad. I was like. <laughs> man i gotta meet your grandma too she's on my meet and greet list list yeah. but uh no thank you for sharing and i feel like you know oftentimes i'm glad you honor wisdom from elders and you know even the korean culture like we were literally raised to always honor yeah. you know our elders and so even for you to just take that moment to you know be there with her and listen and actually take it in like that says a lot about you too, right? It's like you're seeking wisdom, you hear people out, you feel what your grandma went through. And I feel like, you know, the reason why you also got emotional too is like, that's real, right? Really like shit. she is where she's at and it's like, she still has time, but just she can't change the past. She can't change what happened, right? Exactly. It's done. And so all we can do moving forward is learning from the people ahead of us learn from their mistake exactly man no and again i think being a woman too in this lifetime is very emotional because i know at my age too you know so many questions about like my future whether i want to have kids but that's like another conversation for another day but you know everything we talked about today was very empowering for me too because i also have to remind myself like jane even for you one day, whether you choose to have kids or not, that's a personal private decision that you get to make. I have to remind myself daily, like Jane, if and when you move into that direction, is it because of who you really are and what you truly desire? Or are you also just a guilty piece of society where society is saying, well, you're a woman, 
you're married. You gotta have you kids by this age. Blah, and blah, blah, that blah, blah, guilt. Bullshit. So, yeah, exactly. You see women get pregnant at 60 years old. Yep. <laughs> you telling me I got till 35? Yeah. So, nah. I'm, you know, so seven years later, I'm just like. With twins. In, yeah. At 60. Right? <laughs> like, so, again, back to questioning and being um, aware, right? Checking the facts, making sure we're checking the source, too. But it's like, I know for me right now, I'm in that awkward hormonal season where it's like, okay. I want to believe what everybody's trying to tell me, but somewhere, somehow it's like, Jane, keep pushing, keep building, keep elevating. That stuff will come. But like, not right now, because the world is trying to tell you, you better get it together right now. It's like, what does that even mean? Get it together because I don't have a kid. That means I need to get it together. So I've learned to, you know, just be aware, like show gratitude towards people who show me love and support. However, the moment it's becoming this projection or this like false narrative pressure it's like i can't have those type of people in my life yeah right or even the old school thing like you gotta you got a mate yet you got a boyfriend you got a you girlfriend married? yet like you know you know how many times my older old joke old family members ask me are you married yeah <laughs> i say absolutely not <laughs> yeah back in Did the day that's yet? what you do but it's like they don't realize like even they were brainwashed right yeah like, like grandma 14, i don't gotta 15. get married at 18 yeah. <laughs> i don't have to i'm cool so I'm glad we're like the outliers, you know, and we got a lot of time. So uh, hopefully we can keep each other accountable. You know what I mean? It's like checking in, you know, no pressure, obviously, but like checking in and just being like, all right, how you doing? What's next on your list? But also making sure that we're moving with authenticity and moving in a place that also brings peace. Yeah. Right. Because we can continue to do the rat race, chase after these false goals and you know, deadlines, benchmarks, but it's like, but do you have peace or do you have anxiety getting after it? Right. Because a lot of people can get after the kids, the marriage, the house, the cars. I mean, you see it every day, but low key, you already know they're miserable inside. Yeah. They're literally fighting anxiety because they're trying to keep up with this image that's not really who they are. Right. So one of the things I like to ask every guest, you know, as we wrap it up is we kind of touched up on a lot of things, but this was a very juicy episode. So thank you for opening up your soul, your mind, your wisdom and the things you've gone through. Um, if you could look back at your younger self and give her three life lessons that you wish you knew earlier, what would those be? I'll probably say love who loves you. Mm. Um appreciate the little things you know something so simple like uh your dog running around the house one day your dog's gonna die yeah we don't think about that you know (laughs) what i mean like i just no not not to kill the moment i'm like i can handle it but it's the truth no not to kill the moment i lost my dog like a week no lie like a week and a half ago oh so uh, maybe two weeks ago Mm -hmm. So it's just been tough, you know. It's like uh, you got to appreciate the little things because you just don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like the life downstairs, you know, mm-hmm. he's not there no more. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. little something so simple and little like that. Some might, somebody might just be like, oh, it's just a dog. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the little things is mm-hmm. what really matters, you know. When a, ma- when a man pays attention to what you what you tell him, mm-hmm. I like this. Mm-hmm. And he had, next time you see him, he has that there. Yeah. Oh, you listen. Mm-hmm. That's the little things, you I know. Um, pay, you know, appreciate the little things. Mm-hmm. And um, the third one I would say is don't take things personal, mm. too personal or too serious. Mm. Because uh, most of the time it's not personal. It's them. Yeah. The person. Yeah. It's not the per- it's not personal. It's the person's problem. Mm. And uh, shit really just don't be that serious. Yeah. Like 
most of the time uh, overthink or you know overanalyze the situation. It's never that mm -hmm. something I made up. So yeah. shit just don't be that serious. Yeah. I think yeah, that was four, that. but no, hey, it's all good. Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was really good. And uh, again, like I hope that this podcast and this episode was also just like refreshing for you because one 100%. of the missions that I wanted to have is to unexpectedly inspire my guests too right because anyone can just sit down and have a surface conversation anyone can sit down and just talk about bs that doesn't matter right but um even including the lessons you just shared i feel like when we're able to lean in show up for each other like you said love those that love you back um it is this awesome uncommon refreshing comfort right and you feel at ease and so I want to create kind of like a ripple effect is even after today, like you go out and keep killing it, crushing it. Same for me. I can protect my peace, not take things too personal. Right. And I feel like, again, as long as we stay enlightened and aware and consume the right conversations, the right type of content, I know that we'll always leave better. Right. We'll always wake up having a better day. And if yeah. we're not waking up with a better day, like you said, maybe we need to switch some stuff up, right? Taking a walk, maybe changing the podcast that we're listening to. Maybe turn changing. your phone off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Taking a nap, you know. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. And thank I hope you, you enjoyed this as much as I have. I had a blast. Okay. And just, most fun I had in weeks. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> You're like, and she got me out of the house. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah, it was a vibe. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. And uh I want to make sure you guys follow her on all social media accounts as well. She's truly amazing. And again, this is just the beginning. We're going to have her back very soon. But I always like to introduce my guest and, you know, share a little bit about them as well. So make sure you uh, follow her. We'll link all her information down below. Feel free to send us some comments and you will see her again. If 100%. there's any topics she discussed or anything that you might want to learn from, please, we want to hear from you as well. Um, until next time, protect your peace, keep shining, and follow your dreams. See ya!